With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Do what you want because a pirate is free. You are a pirate. The Ballad of Papa Pirate. Vacations and vague threats. I can't remember which number we're on, but, uh... It's probably in the title there. <laughs> Intro. Sorry for the long break since the last entry in this red exclusive saga. Yeah, four months has been a minute, but we, we still right here. <laughs> I know it ended on a down note, but that wasn't really a factor in my unscripted hiatus. Glad to hear it, honestly. I realized full well that this might come across as someone saying, no, I'm fine, while swatting away a horde of rabid chihuahuas, but I am fine. Honestly, this is to be the penultimate entry in the Ballad of Papa Pirate until and unless he does something new. He's currently raising my late sister's daughter and navigating custody waters with my nephew sperm da, I mean, father. I won't go into detail about what's wrong with him, but to quote our titular hero, Papa Pirate, if I find out I've got three weeks to live, then he's got two. <laughs> That's a good one. If you're wondering, who is this Papa Pirate of whom you speak? Then I guess the YouTube algorithm might have navigated you in on the tail end of all this. If Red X has a playlist for this by now, I bet he'll put a link in the description. Hashtag peer pressure. I've been doing this since part one. I've been pretty good about it, mostly. <laughs> if you don't feel like backtracking for context, well, that's fine, I guess. This installment doesn't build on the others as much, since only the first half of the story is about Papa Pirate. Yes, indeed! You have activated my trap card. <laughs> False advertising. This story's been censored for the sake of YouTube monetization, and Mama Pirate also wanting to enjoy the tale without any of those wordy dirds. <laughs> Part 1. The SeaWorld Spectacle. Imagine, if you will, how it would feel to be 10 hours into a Florida-bound road trip. I hate it already, thanks. <laughs> You're the only one that's old enough to drive apart from your wife, who, God bless her, thinks that interstate speed limits are ironclad and it's safer to go five under, really. <laughs> that's me. Given her limited arm reach, she's only moderately successful at leg-slapping your kids into maintaining a shaky peace treaty. So help me God, I will hit you with my ring hand. As it stands, you have an 11-year-old son with ADHD and a dead Game Boy arguing with a 13-year-old daughter who, like any freshly pubescent teenager, wants nothing more in the world than to be left alone and forget the rest of her family even exists. 
<laughs> it do be like that. You give me flashbacks of my, my trip to Manila a couple months ago. God, that wasn't even 10 hours. That was like two. Oh, I just can't do it. <laughs> you clear your throat meaningfully. <clears throat> An eerie, still silence lingers. You meet the children's eyes in the rearview mirror. Your eyes flit between the road and their panic-stricken visages. <laughs> You've now sent a message, loud and clear. You have to do this another dozen or so times before you finally bring the horde to its destination, SeaWorld. Oh, the sacrifices parents make, right? <laughs> you are Papa Pirate. You and Mama Pirate put a lot of planning and effort into this trip. Your patience is frayed, by the time your sandals touch the blistering asphalt of the parking lot, the fires of hell itself radiate from that unforgiving sea of pitch and tar as the van empties its occupants before you. You are Papa Pirate. Today is going to be fun. Or else. <laughs> Far too relatable. We're gonna create some happy memories, so get in this picture and smile, damn it! <laughs> the year was 1996. Papa Pirate had corralled his wife and reprobates into the family van at 4 a.m. and driven due south with only a handful of stops for snacks and drinks and bathroom breaks or maybe just a rousing game of scream into the abyss as your present circumstances mock the future that you had envisioned for yourself. <laughs> every night, every night I play that game. The fact that he didn't murder anyone on the way to the park was a testament to his self-control. We were all tired, but it was he alone that had endured the driver's seat. Honestly, he had earned the right to be ill-tempered. <laughs> he loved his family, though. Yeah, he'd get snippy and give us the look, TM, but we knew that he wouldn't hurt more than our pride. He's a good dad, good dad, just doing what he can to keep these kids in line. Of course, not everyone who encounters Papa Pirate knows the man behind the stoic stare. Not everyone who crosses his path knows the manner of path that they have crossed. Not all who interact with our living legend do so knowing who or what he had been in his younger years. But we do, don't we, friends? <laughs> we entered the park with a plan. Mama Pirate, armed with a print-off of showtimes and a map of the park, set out ahead of us to lead the way, right in front of a family having their picture taken. Again, this was the 90s, digital cameras weren't really commonplace, cell phones were just cameraless bricks of indestructible granite that could send and receive calls, but not much else, and they could play snake, that's their most important function. <laughs> <laughs> this meant that most pictures were taken on rolls of film. Film that wasn't free. It wasn't exactly expensive, mind you, but it wasn't free. Some folks would just say, oh well, an innocent mistake. We'll just have a picture of some random lady looking down at a piece of paper while her family follows behind like a bunch of restless lemmings. The father of the family we had interrupted, however, was not one of those types of folks. Angry Dad, thanks for ruining our picture. Mama Pirate, embarrassed, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. 
angry dad. Sorry doesn't change the fact that we just wasted film because you didn't watch where you were going. Bro, what? You want to start out today with a fat lip? <laughs> That's what you're telling me? Papa Pirate steps in between Angry Dad and Mama Pirate. She said she was sorry. It was an accident. Calm down. Fun fact. The words calm down are paradoxically likely to make people angry or angrier 98.7% of the time. Also, 70% of statistics are completely made up on the spot. <laughs> Angry Dad. Don't tell me to calm down. You ruined our picture. You wasted our film. Bro, my wife looks better than your raggedy ass family anyways, right? <laughs> you want to do something about this? Let's go. I get kicked out of SeaWorld within two minutes of walking in. <laughs> Papa Pirate instead does the right thing. He pulls out his wallet. You're right. We did. Film is, what, $5 a roll? Angry Dad. Not here it's not. Ah, uh, yes. Good old amusement park price gouging. $5 for a bottle of water? No problem. <laughs> Papa Pirate offers Angry Dad $10. Here. That should cover it. Angry Dad snatches the money. <laughs> Fine. But you better watch where you're going from now on. Yeah, you too, bucko. Papa Pirate just says, Sure thing. Our families start to drift apart. It wasn't until this lull in the encounter that I noticed how similar our clans were. Each had a mother and a father. Each had an older daughter who looked like she wanted to spontaneously combust into a puff of smoke and drift away, never to be seen by human eyes again. And both families had a younger son who was taking a keen interest in the goings-on between their fathers. Alright, good, fair, even fight? Let's do this. <laughs> now, if you've never been a little boy, I will let you in on an unspoken tradition. Regardless of whether their fathers are best friends, complete strangers, or mortal enemies, they are contestants in a hypothetical gladiatorial blood sport. From the dawn of time to the distant future, a game has existed behind the scenes among young men the world over. In ancient Rome, they would say, Pater meus pontuit vinceret pater teus, according to Google Translate. In the future, they'll say, Mavada pon yarvada, <laughs> according to my nonsensical prediction. But today, as in the 90s, we here in the good old US of A say, My dad could beat up your dad. <laughs> Mavada pon yarvada. <laughs> I met other boys' eyes, which seemed to swim with smug satisfaction. Papa Pirate had apologized. Any true man, heavy sarcasm implied, of course, knows that apologizing is a sign of weakness. Moreover, Papa Pirate had given Angry Dad money as compensation. Could there possibly be a greater show of weakness? Aside, I now look back at this and think, Jesus, tap dancing Christ, that is one of the chadliest things that I have ever seen. Honestly, to me, yeah, it is. It's like you're brushing off a pauper. <laughs> you're like, here, take this $10 and leave me and my family alone. You're not even worth interacting with. Money means less to me than you do. <laughs> Super chadly. But the engagement was over. In his ignorant young mind, Irish pirate had lost. At least until 
Angry Dad pocketed the cash without a word of reconciliation. Papa Pirate had offered an apology and even overpaid for an innocent mistake. Papa Pirate turned back to us and muttered under his breath, Papa Pirate, Jackass! Angry Dad spun on his heels, his voice cracking in anger as he said, Angry Dad, What the fork did you just say? Have you ever witnessed something in slow motion? Not like in a movie, but in real life. I've only had it happen to me twice, and this was the first time. Oh, I swear, it felt like everything was moving at a crawl as Angry Dad closed in on Papa Pirate from behind. Papa Pirate stopped and started lifting his right hand even before Angry Dad had started balling up a fist. The mothers watched in horror as their husbands rolled for initiative. <laughs> Angry Dad's wearing a fanny pack. That's minus three to initiative. And like minus 50 to charisma. Hey, if you guys checked out my life RPG project, I'd appreciate that. Also subscribe to this Red Egg stuff if you haven't already. Thanks so much. <laughs> the daughters drifted somewhere over Tampa, blissful in their new status as lost-esque smoke monsters. Or at least they really, really wanted to. Yeah, hormones a hell of a thing. <laughs> the sons, well, we held our breath as an answer started to rip its way through the border between hypothetical and actual. We would soon see whose pater would actually Vincerette. <laughs> Papa Pirate didn't form a fist. He raised an open hand as he spun around. Hell yeah, knife hands! That's the most military thing I ever seen. <laughs> if he had hesitated for even a moment, he would have been on the receiving end of a sucker punch. As it was, however, he caught Angry Dad's fist and clamped his outstretched fingers down on the offending appendage. Angry Dad's eyes went wide as Papa Pirate rolled his wrist and yanked down. I watched in morbid delight as Papa Pirate used his grip on Angry Dad's fist to twist his arm at an unnatural angle and pull him in close. He could headbutt Angry Dad with ease from this position he could twist harder and send this man into a howling fit of pain. He could add this man's name to the Tooth Fairy's route. <laughs> it was summer after all. And Papa Pirate is nothing if not adept at giving the gift of summer teeth. Summer over here, summer over there. <laughs> uh, but he's a bigger man than that, isn't he? Honestly, I couldn't help myself. Then again, I mean, your whole family's there. You don't really want to set that example for the kids. Papa Pirate really is just such a Chad, isn't he? <laughs> Angry Dad squirmed a little before Papa Pirate silenced him with a guttural growl. Papa Pirate, When I let you go, you need to walk away. Enjoy your vacation. Spend your time with your family. I've had a long drive and I don't need this stuff. <laughs> Mama Pirate, both of you, stop it. You're acting like children. Is this the kind of example that you want to set for your kids? Mama Pirate's voice soothed the savage beast and nudged him back into the dark corner of Papa Pirate's subconscious where it had slumbered for years. Papa Pirate loosened his grip on Angry Dad's fist and took a step back as he let go. He didn't relax, though. 
He took, well, a stance. A posture that is in the unmistakably expressed readiness to fight. I had never seen it before. This was before Papa Pirate had started telling me stories about his youth. I had always known my dad to be a quiet, reserved computer programmer that split his time between his job, his wife, and his children, and a never-ending supply of books. This was the first time that I realized that my dad had an entire backstory about which I knew nothing. But I did know something. Judging by his now crimson expression and inability to meet my eyes, other boy knew it as well. My dad could, in fact, beat up his dad. <laughs> that is important to little boys, isn't it? Angry dad got punked real hard. I, I love to see that. He probably lays awake at night and thinks about it. <laughs> it keeps him up two decades later. That time you look like a total bitch in front of your kids at SeaWorld. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, part two, emulation and humiliation. So after the SeaWorld spectacle, I asked Papa Pirate a few questions. A few hundred questions, actually. I started to get some stories out of him here and there, and you've already read or listened to the juiciest of them. There were also other bits of mischief scattered hither and thither, but Papa Pirate's time spent as a pint-sized vigilante held some special significance to me. I mean, it's relatable. You was a kid once, I'm a kid right now. I was the sort of kid that Papa Pirate would have protected in his youth. I was bullied maliciously, consistently, daily, multiple times daily, in fact. It was so bad that I would come home in tears when they finally picked me up from school. I had nightmares for years where I would get into a fight and I would move in slow motion while everyone else would go full speed. If I threw a punch, it was like I was throwing it underwater. Slow, weak, easy to dodge or deflect. I now know that that was my mind manifesting subconscious feelings of vulnerability and powerlessness in my sleep. Which is probably more common for kids since they are pretty vulnerable and powerless. <laughs> but my school had no Papa Pirate. I was on my own. Yeah, I had a few friends, but they could only do so much. Most of the abuse I suffered was verbal. They would sling insults back, but by the time I started crying, well, the damage was already done. Bro, never let them see you sweat. If you gotta cry, go to the bathroom or something. That's my tip for the day. My parents had different philosophies on how to handle all this. My mom urged a path of non-violence, assuring me that in a few years I would never have to see those kids again and it would all be behind me, that I didn't need to care what they thought of me. She told me that if I got into a fight, I could get expelled and then I'd have to go to a new school and it could affect my chances of getting into college and so on and so forth. I mean, she meant well, but she made me terrified that the consequences of fighting back would be worse than the consequences of just enduring this maltreatment. It was only words, after all. No one was physically attacking me. Honestly, the verbal scars can last a lot long. I'd rather be physically attacked. You know, that whole sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can stunt emotional growth and leave lasting trust and confidence issues that linger for years until you finally see a therapist in your mid-twenties and 
bit by bit, you reach the point where you can put it uh, mostly behind you and then become a therapist yourself. But you still go absolutely ape poop on bullies whenever and wherever you see them being total crap sacks. Uh, anyway, <laughs> it's a little too on the nose, isn't it? Dad wanted me to fight back, but he couldn't outright encourage it without undermining my mother. To this day, he says he regrets not taking that risk. Mama Pirate now says she wholly regrets the way that she handled my bullying and wishes she hadn't been quite so zealous about her approach. But this is now, and that was then, and then I was afraid to so much as meet insult for insult. And honestly, that's probably why it continued. If you snap back, if you lash out, it'll be over in no time. They don't want somebody who fights back. So yes, OP grinned and bared it. Until puberty, at least. Like I said, them hormones, boy. <laughs> See, when you get bullied a lot, you end up having these revenge fantasies, or in my experience, full conversations with your bullies. You take a lot of time to think about the hurtful things they said and obsess over what could I say that would counter that? What could I say that would hurt them like they've hurt me? And what ends up happening is you develop an entire arsenal of quips and comebacks and slights. And after enough imaginary arguments, you gain the ability to bit by bit use them. One of the things my friends liked about my character in the Star Wars shenanigans saga was that he was quick-witted and sarcastic. I could respond to comments they or Hutbeard made immediately with bitter little barbs. I saw a couple comments about the Star Wars shenanigan. They're like, I wish your character was canon. And honestly, probably would have been better than anything that Lucas wrote. <laughs> I mentioned all this to say that the quick wit I used in that campaign wasn't something I was born with. It was something that I had to develop, hone, and practice to defend myself since I was being constantly reminded that violence isn't the answer. This did, however, get me into trouble. In the 8th grade, a tragedy befell my school. One of the students that had been bullying me since moving to the area in 3rd grade had been out with some of his high school friends over the weekend. They had borrowed one of their mom's cars. They had also gotten into her liquor cabinet. They were drinking, and they were driving at the same time. By now, I'm sure you've deduced what the tragedy was. The car crashed, and my bully died. Jesus, that's a whole swirl of emotions right there. Are you allowed to be happy about that? <laughs> I probably feel guilty. Be like, yes, I'm delighted, but also, that's pretty messed up that it's, <laughs> it's making me so happy. That Monday, the school had a period of mourning. I excused myself to the bathroom during the moment of silence. And I'm not proud to admit this, but I'm not going to lie to you guys. I cried tears of joy yes and you shouldn't feel guilty about it either like i said whole swirl of emotions there's a lot to get into here i know sick right not sick honestly understandable justifiable little 13 year old irish pirate crying with relief because another child in his class was dead i know trust me not really a healthy reaction but i'm not gonna sugarcoat things and pretend that i'm perfect it was a screwed up reaction. Was it? <laughs> I don't know, I could totally see it. 
With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But then again, I'm not the healthiest person on the planet either. <laughs> I'm just a bitter old man at this point. I returned to class a while later and was a little confused. This was English class. Why was everyone getting markers and cardstock? Why was my bully's girlfriend unrolling a massive piece of paper onto the floor? Ew. <laughs> I made my way back to my seat and turned to a familiar face. OP, what's everyone doing? Mac, who, if you didn't read the Star Wars shenanigans saga or listen to it, it's 11 hours long, he was my best friend since second grade. They're making cards for Bully's family. OP, do we have to? <laughs> Mac, no. OP, are you? Mac, I don't know, maybe. Uh, I do feel bad for his parents. OP, I don't know. They should have raised him better. Yeah, I know. OP, I'm not gonna let you shoulder the, the blame for this. I wouldn't have made that little bitch the card either. <laughs> I don't remember if Mac did end up making a card for them, but I know that I most certainly did not. I spent my card and marker time drawing a kick-ass dragon. <laughs> time much better spent, honestly. Eventually, Bully's girlfriend made the rounds with the fruits of her labor, a massive card for Bully's parents, something for the whole class to sign. I barely looked up from my dragon when she got to my desk, Bully's girlfriend offering me the card. Hero P, this is for Bully's family. Now, before I get into my response, I just want to clarify something here. Bully's girlfriend was cruel, vain, and manipulative as hell. Her watery eyes had no impact on me. The fact that she casually came up to me and said my name as if we were friends was downright insulting to me. How dare she use my name like that? I mean, you're really feeling a certain type of way about all this, but yeah, let them know. Let them know. <laughs> We're talking about a girl who found out that I had a crush on one of her friends and got the friend to ask me to a school dance just so they could all share a laugh at my expense when I showed up. And they said, I can't believe you thought she was serious. <laughs> and of course that incident absolutely axe murdered my ability to tell if someone is actually flirting with me. When I first met my wife, she introduced herself by tugging the back of my hair and saying, Wifey in a chipper tone. Hi, who are you? I didn't identify that as flirting. A couple of weeks after we had been talking for a while, she said, my parents are gonna be out of town this weekend. My stupid self said, oh, cool. I love when I get the house to myself. Have fun. <laughs> uh, oof. Yeah, judge away. Anyways, Bully's girlfriend said, did you hear me, OP? This is a card for... OP, oh, I heard you. Bully's girlfriend, confused. Oh, uh, okay. Well, can you go ahead and sign it? OP, nope. Bully's girlfriend. But why? OP, 
because I don't want to, Bully's girlfriend. But you have to! Everyone is signing it! OP, not me. I'm not doing it. Bully's girlfriend to the teacher. Teacher! OP said he's not gonna sign the card! Teacher, who knew full well the way that I've been treated. Well, it's not mandatory. He doesn't have to sign it if he doesn't want to. Bully's girlfriend is now crying. How could you be so mean? OP, wow. Really? Are you serious? I'm the mean one? Bully's girlfriend. It's just a card. OP, yeah, a card for someone who picked on me every single day for like five years. Bully's girlfriend. But his family! OP, I don't care about his family. They're the ones that raised him. Bully's girlfriend. But he's dead! OP, good. I'm glad he's dead. And I wish you had been with him. Oh boy, this is getting really spicy really fast, isn't it? <laughs> uh, maybe wind it back just a little bit. It was at this point that I got sent to the guidance counselor. Yeah, I guess I could have seen that one coming. <laughs> okay, so you said this is a Papa Pirate story. Is is he going to come back or? Yes, he is. I'm getting there. Keep your pants on, please. Thanks. Or not. I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. Good, because I record all of these without pants. You didn't know that, did you? <laughs> the fun wasn't over yet. After I was given a couple hours of public education quality therapy, <laughs> I was returned back to the wild. A jungle with one fewer predator, at least. The problem you see is that, well, the other predators had heard about what I said. I barely made it two steps into the locker room for gym class when I came face to face with one of my bully's bestest of best friends. Best friend? I heard what you said. I'm gonna kick your butt! This was like two years after the trip to SeaWorld, and by this point I had been told all about the man behind the curtain, and I wanted to live up to Papa Pirate's legacy. Part of me wanted to throw down, but the other half was a bit more cautious. Mama Pirate had told me for years to avoid fights at all costs. Papa Pirate had wanted to bestow a more direct solution to the bullying, but the best he could offer without going directly against Mama Pirate's admonition was, Papa Pirate, Don't throw the first punch, but don't let them throw the second. With a curious mix of anger, fear, and unfounded confidence, I said, Irish Pirate, I won't throw the first punch, but unfortunately there would be no but. <laughs> Bright lights and a sharp pain shot all the way from my nose to the base of my spine and back up again. My Papa Pirate impression had been interrupted by a sucker punch. Is everyone in these stories just like a sucker punch and jerk? I guess, but they always get their comeuppance, so that's good. I've said time and time again that I strive for full honesty in these stories, even if it's embarrassing and painful. Well, I can think of few situations that would be more embarrassing, painful, painfully embarrassing or embarrassingly painful than needing your 8th grade gym coach to run a crowd off so he can free you from the janitor's closet. <laughs> yeah, that's a core memory for sure. Very unfortunate. So I sat outside the principal's office with a bag of ice held to my nose. 
My assailant was on the other side of the door, giving his side of the story. I had never actually heard him upset before. It sounded like he was actually crying as he explained that I had said some really cruel things and he just lost his temper and blah, blah, blah. And I sat there with a grin. Yes, I had been taken out of a fight that I didn't know I was walking into in not but a single blow. Yeah, I crumpled like a dorm room coffee table made of pizza boxes when introduced to any appreciable amount of weight, but I had gotten to them. I had gotten to all of them. They had all made fun of me for being a sensitive little crybaby for years. Yes, I had once again found myself crying in school, but they didn't just mock me. I had crossed the line, apparently, and they now hated me. So why did I smile? Because I was at peace with that. I also learned on that day that I could hurt them back, but with words. It would take years for me to hone that skill. You end up finding ways to learn about people's insecurities. You have confrontations with them in your head and work out the most sarcastic and hurtful way to bring those insecurities to light. But let's be honest here. When you found out that your 10th grade bully's parents are getting a divorce, it's really tempting to go over and tell him that it's all his fault. <laughs> uh, see, that's the level of pettiness that I'm on. It is beautiful. Who among us wouldn't follow that up by asking which one had lost the custody battle and gotten stuck with him? <laughs> oh. That is just malicious and cruel, and I love to see it. <laughs> uh, where was I? Anyways. Oh, yeah. Being at peace with all the bullies is hatred. What I wasn't at peace with was the look on Papa Pirate's face when he stepped into the lobby. He was still in his aviators and tucking them into the pocket of his suit jacket. Oh, looking fresh. He signed the visitor's log and came over to me. He was about to sit when the door opened and my attacker stepped out, escorted by his mother. A mother who, apparently, knew Papa Pirate from their own school days. They exchanged emotionless hello and goodbyes as we traded places and I stepped into the lion's den. It's gonna be fine, OP. You got the power of God and anime on your side. And Papa Pirate too. <laughs> Vice Principal. Um, thank you for joining us, Papa Pirate. Uh, OP, I I'd like to hear your side of what happened. Did I want to share? Hell no. I was sitting next to my hero. A hero that would have taken Bully's best friend and half the school on in a fight and emerged victorious. My tale was, well, it was pathetic. Irish pirate, I went into the locker room and Bully's best friend threatened to beat me up. I told him I wouldn't throw the first punch and then I got hit in the face and thrown into the janitor's closet. Vice principal, and before that, I gave my account, and I didn't leave anything out. I admitted what I had said to Bully's girlfriend. Papa Pirate said nothing. He just listened and watched. The Vice Principal was the one to finally break the silence. Vice Principal, well, that lines up with what he and Bully's girlfriend said, so, uh, two days detention. Papa Pirate, for the boy that hit him? Vice Principal, no, for, for Irish Pirate. The way I see it, he instigated that fight. Papa Pirate, did you miss the part where the kid said he would beat him up? Vice Principal, no, and he's going to be punished as well, but 
Irish pirate threatened him back on top of the things he said earlier that were just in insensitive and inappropriate. Papa Pirate, I will talk to him about what he said, but he's not going to detention for this. Vice Principal, he was involved in a fight. Papa Pirate, he was ambushed. Vice Principal, Papa Pirate, I, I can see this is upsetting you, but he said something very inappropriate. The other boy shouldn't have hit him, but, uh, but what OP said. Papa Pirate, you're right. This is upsetting me. So let me ask you something. Vice Principal, uh, okay. Papa Pirate, I think what you're saying is inappropriate. These kids have been picking on OP for years. If he says he's glad one of them died, he has his own reasons. You call it inappropriate. I call it being honest. Inappropriate is giving him the same punishment as the kid who hit him. Vice Principal, sir, whether he hit back or not, he was involved in Papa Pirate. This is going to sound like a threat. It's not. It's a question. And I want you to think about it before you give your answer. What would happen if I hit you right now? Vice Principal paling a little. What? Papa Pirate. If I stood up, walked around your desk, and punched you in the face the way that kid punched OP, what would happen? Vice Principal. Uh, I'd call the police. Papa Pirate. You wouldn't hit me back? Vice Principal. Um, I... Uh... Papa Pirate. Let's say you didn't. I hit you. You don't hit back. You call the police. I get arrested, right? Vice Principal. Yes. Papa Pirate. But not you, right? Vice Principal. Uh, I don't think so. Papa Pirate. Why not? You were involved in the fight. Vice Principal. Finally piecing it together. God, he ain't too bright, is he? <laughs> Uh, Papa Pirate, I, I get what you're saying, but... Papa Pirate? What I'm saying is that this whole He was involved in a fight thing is a load of crap, and you know it. That's not how the real world works. If they were adults, that kid would be arrested, and OP would be free to go. Vice Principal? But, um, that, that's different. Papa Pirate? Because they're kids, right? Vice Principal? I'm trying to teach OP that there are consequences for, for saying things like that. Yeah, next thing you're going to tell me that words are violence. <laughs> Papa Pirate. That's the stupidest thing you've said so far. And I thought for sure you couldn't top. He was involved in a fight. Pointing to my nose, he said, You see his nose? That's the lesson. He's already learned it. Vice Principal. Oh, that's not... I didn't... The school has to address it on our end. Papa Pirate. No, they don't. You have to address it because you want to feel powerful. You keep saying my son was inoffensive and inappropriate. You're actually blaming him for the fight. If you give him detention for being involved in a fight, then we are going to have a problem. Vice Principal. I... Okay... Okay, one day of detention for what he said earlier. Uh, that he was glad that one of our students was dead. Papa Pirate rolled his eyes. Fine. Tomorrow, Vice Principal. Yeah. 
Papa Pirate walked me to his car. I climbed up in the passenger seat, horrified at what had happened. I was such a weak, pathetic little runt that he had to leave work early to come and pick me up and sort me out. I wasn't like him at all. Not when it came to courage and confidence, at least. Not when it came to defending myself. I mean, it's not really even your fault, OP. You got some, some people dragging you down and giving you the wrong response to stuff like this. Grin and bear it? It doesn't work for bullying, alright? They're just gonna turn up the heat, so you have to fight back. It's the only way. I'm sorry, but it's the only way. The 20-minute drive home felt like 20 hours. I didn't break the silence until we got back. It took me the whole drive to work up the courage to say anything to Papa Pirate. Papa Pirate unfastened his seatbelt and started to get out of the car. OP, I'm sorry. Papa Pirate, for what? OP, for, I don't know, causing a problem, saying stuff like that? Papa Pirate, what you said was uh, probably not something you should have said at school. But you weren't wrong to say it. It's how you felt. You were just being honest. OP? Yeah, but it caused the fight. It's my fault that Papa Pirate- No! This is my fault. Your mother keeps telling you that fighting isn't the answer and, well, I don't agree with her. Honestly, I don't either. She did the best that she could, you know? But boys handle stuff different from girls. Get in a couple fights and win or lose, I swear your confidence is gonna go through the roof because you're not scared to throw hands. <laughs> OP, you tell me all these stories about getting in fights when you were younger and standing up for people, standing up for yourself, and I want to. I want to be able to do all the things that you've done, but I don't even know how to throw a punch. Papa Pirate stared at me. His eyes flitted back and forth between mine. I don't know what he was looking for. The only things there to find were fear and shame, as far as I could tell. But finally, he nodded. Papa Pirate. All right, drop your stuff off in your room, and then come meet me in the barn. OP. Why? Papa Pirate. So I can teach you. Yes, and so it begins. Training montage, go! We're gonna need a montage. montage. A sports training montage. There once was a man on a trip who almost got punched in the lip. His son gave a grin and said, my dad wins, as he kept his foe's fist in a grip. <laughs> there was once a meek little guy who made a few mean people cry, was sprung from detention, and then for prevention, would learn how to let a fist fly. It's the right move, it's the right thing, honestly. It seems uncouth, but hey, we're a bunch of hairless monkeys deep down. <laughs> Sometimes we gotta hit each other. Postscript, I had a quote-unquote doctor's appointment an hour into the school day that I was supposed to serve detention. Papa Pirate signed me out, and we spent the day eating ice cream and watching Quantum Leap. The next day, Vice Principal said I needed to go back to the detention room since I hadn't served a full day. I said I wanted to call my dad first. For some reason, he had a change of heart and just sent me back to class. What a little worm. Although I guess this is the state of public education these days. This whole, oh, zero tolerance policy for violence, <laughs> including the person that is having violence inflicted upon them, that's ridiculous. Your dad definitely did the right thing. He's sending a message right now, teaching you how to stand up to authority and not listen to every word that's flung at you. 
Papa Pirate, he's a real OG. I can't be mad at Mama Pirate either. She did what she thought was right. But yeah, generally, boys' experience, pretty different. <laughs> you gotta get in the fight a time or two, at least in my experience. I'm glad all turned out well, and I'm loving these stories. Second to the last does make me sad, but then we'll be able to compile all these into a compilation, and you know I love that. I know you guys love it as well. Thank you so much for listening along with me. I hope you like, comment, subscribe. Uh, share the video around if you haven't done any of those things. Check out my links in the description. Follow me on everything. Thank you so much to my beautiful Patreon supporters, my lovely channel members. I want you guys to always remember that you are loved, you are worthy, you definitely, definitely deserve it. And I shall see you in the next one. So until then, friends, bye-bye. Uh,